Hey guys, Zoya Diaz, it's Town Hall Berserk. We had a nice time last time, and I knew that that meant that shit was gonna go down. That those good times are never gonna last. It starts off with the after party of the war. You know, after the party, there's the after party. Everybody's all dressed to the nines. Like, everybody's in their doublets, they look real good. Peep out for Corcus's little witch hat. Griffith's, you know, get up that brings out his eyes. Guts, trying his hardest not to rip out of his clothing with his muscles. And Casca also is trying her best not to rip out of her, like, dress with her muscles. She looks fantastic. Everybody looks wonderful wonderful in their little suits especially the big guy fuck can't remember his name having a nice time at the party Gus is not having a nice time he feels suffocated by all these nobles all these noble women who just want to like get on his jock and he's like god i don't get it i don't understand he runs outside <laughs> they do before they have the party there is a parade so this is legitimately an after party because they have this cool parade where or like corcus lines up two dates for later maybe three who knows corcus big girls need love too don't be like that you acting like you brand new come on now and then everybody's waving at them uh the big dude goddamn i can't remember his name again like, he has the most screen time in this particular chunk uh, in the Redux. He's in it a lot. That's who the um, creator uh, of the manga here, of the Berserk manga, said that he resonates with. Like, that's the character that's based on him. That's his self-insert, is this huge dude. And if you look at that guy, have you ever seen the creator of Berserk? He has Guts' haircut, and it's pretty great. Because they, they asked him, like, oh, are you are you supposed to be Guts? I guess they got to look at his haircut. I was like, are you Guts? And he's like, nah. I'm actually the big dude. The rivalries that friends have is what this is based on. Like, rivalries in his group and in school that he used to roll with. This is what this is based on. It's like, yo, my man. During the parade, Casca's going around being a role model. Like, women are, like, shouting at her, like, Casca! Uh, maybe they're DTF, but when as soon as I saw them and her reaction to it, I assumed that, oh man, people like respect me and are looking up to Casca probably. Like, imagine you're a citizen of this random Castle Keep town and you see like a female soldier with a high rank just walking through there on a horse. You're like, oh shit, anything's possible. Griffith has game like, oh, you don't want to hear about my escapades. And like, oh, yes, we do. Like, seriously, we, we want to be told anything but the boring-ass shit that they tell us all the time here at the castle. Like, you know what all we do and talk about? Gossip, ballroom dancing, and we learn how to fucking balance books on our head. We are bored, Griffith. Please tell us something exciting. God. And he's like, okay. There was a time that I fucking split this man right in half. Guts can't deal with it, and they leave Rickard to get, like, swarmed by women. And I'm like, y'all know he's, like, nine, right? Leave that boy alone. But maybe they just go, oh, look at the baby. But that's not what they're doing. They obviously want to get in this little boy's pants. Y'all nasty, random people in Berserk. Judo is best boy. Judo, like, cements his status as best boy of this show. He's, like, the heart of this show. He's very much like the way Kirishima is in um, My Hero Academia. Like, he's the center of that group. Or, like, I would say um, Joey Wheeler is the heart of Yu-Gi-Oh. He ain't the fucking brains. But, you know, you have that character, that side character that just brings everything together and is, is like, glue. Judo and his freckles have my whole heart. He's the one that notices all the shit going down. Whenever he sees Gus and Casca like, hanging out, He's shipping that shit hard. He's trying to make it happen. When Guts goes out to get air because those women are smothering him, he doesn't understand what's going on. Like, ah, advances from women. What the fuck? And he runs away. Casca, like, meets him out there because he's just, she's just like, she thinks she looks silly. She thinks she, and he, Guts is like, you stupid? You look great. What the fuck? Um, and she's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm almost ripping my fucking dress apart with these guns. Guts is like, dabs a uh, gratuitous amount of sweat from his forehead with a rag, you know. But he's like, go in there and dance with Griffith. So Guts ships Griffith and Casca. Grifka, if you will. And judo ships Gutska. Guts is like, look, I'm not standing in, in the way of something that she wants. She doesn't want me, so I'm not going to try for it. You know, you are right, man. You're not going to push the issue. Because you notice she's into somebody else. That's the worst thing. Like, you don't want to end up getting the girl, being with her the whole time. And the whole time, you know, you were her, you, she's thinking of Griffith. That happens later. Guts is like, look, I, I want to be his equal. I don't want to be, like, his subordinate. I want to be real. I really want to be his friend. So 
this whole leaving and trying to find himself thing is something that Guts is not just doing for himself. He's doing for Griffith. I think that that's cute. He wants to stay on equal footing with him. I think Guts is starting to understand he, his feelings for Griffith as well. Finally. They get the uh, title of White Phoenix Knight because the king was like, all right, all right. They're white now because they're like the top tier army, but they need a really cool name. That's what y'all is now. And that sounds pretty dope. And everything was going great until Guts decides to leave. I'm going to straight up say it. This is Guts' fault. Guts' like selfishness costs the hawk. But then again, like, I, I think he deserved to be selfish a little bit. He got them here. It's up to them to maintain that shit. All he has to do to like earn his freedom is defeat Griffith in battle. And he did that. But we're not there yet. There's a underlying scheme to kill Griffith. Griffith gets him wine. Also gets his fingers into the pie of the bullshit that's trying to kill him into the conspiracy by getting Varys to double cross the queen in them. Kidnapping his daughter, which was fucked up. And I love that Griffith sold up all these issues. Like, okay, we got the guy that poisoned Griffith. He escapes the castle. Guts kills him. Dressed like a pimp, by the way. Then, the dude that kidnapped Varys' daughter killed them too. Everybody dies. No witnesses, including the queen. She dies. She was trying to keep Griffith from his ultimate goal. And the next step in Griffith's ascension is to marry the princess. He was going fine with that. She hadn't seen him for six months. And that would have been fine. Things would have probably continued like that while Griffith adjusted to society and learned the rules of courtship and all that bullshit. So Griffith fakes his death and is fine the next day. Nobody in court is worried about what, what happened. They tried to poison me, but my doctor is just so damn good. Him getting poisoned the same night that the queen dies, I would say that looks suspicious if we didn't just get an assassination attempt on Griffith because at the funeral of the queen, they're talking about, oh, it's probably another country trying to assassinate the queen because Griffith was also targeted. So he couldn't have been the one to do it. You know what I mean? So I think Griffith gets off scot-free here. Tied up all those loose ends. Well, Guts dressed as a pimp, tied up all those loose ends. Apparently Griffith said, oh, I figured out you were plotting something just because of the way you, you walked up to me like and started just being shady AF. And I love Griffith pretending to, to not know what's going on when he's talking to this dude who's like, oh, things might happen inside of the court matters of the court people try to take you out not on the battlefield but in real life i'm giving you some hints and griffith's like oh me oh my he figured out what was down what was going down fucking knows how to play the game of thrones you win or you die slay king but griffith he had to wreck himself because he couldn't check himself this is everything that happens is guts's fault mostly griffith's fault griffith also has faults in this but guts does too Thanks, Guts. So the next step is the princess, which Casca understands, which is why she's not making any moves towards Griffith. Like, she's the she's the one who is, like, on him as soon as he's down. You know, the princess doesn't run over to him when he fought, when he faints and is dead. But then again, the princess was, like, at her mother's side the whole fucking night, staring down lovingly at Griffith, trying to get a piece. But her mom's like, nah, you can't have it. But yeah, Casca was there for him, not you, princess. Griffith doesn't really love them hoes. He's just using her as a step towards getting where he has to go. I'm sure once he, be got, once he became king, he probably would have just taken in Costco as his mistress probably absolutely 100 especially so if they're gonna be on the battlefield together which i don't think griffith would have went back on the battlefield he's like what's the fucking point I'm, i got what i want the king y'all fight now guts though probably would have been the commander of those armies i keep kind of lingering on the on, on griffith and the princess we're gonna get to it i'm fucked up by it it fucked me up guts again tries to hook up Casca and griffith i mean it doesn't work out i guess he's trying to feign ignorance about the princess guts is gonna leave he decided okay we got everything we wanted i was i stayed for the party and the after party i'm out guts packs his shit which is just a sword and probably his explorer's kit and he leaves or he tries to everybody stops him Casca sees him and there's this funny fucking moment where judo mentions that she's running to the bathroom and i lost it i didn't expect that level of humor i really really didn't it, it was very much appreciated because i think 
think we needed that kind of levity at the moment. But Casca bolts to try to go and get guts. Also, everybody in their winter outfits, very nice. Especially Casca's uh, little Russian hat. Yeah, everybody kind of chases guts out and tries to talk him into staying or just talk to him in general. J- Judo is like, yo, you gotta stay for Casca, bro. I shipped that shit. And guts is like, well, I shipped Griska. Because it ain't gonna work over here. Cool, man. I know you were a fucking bitch, but whatever. And then also, Judo and Corcus go to a bar where Corcus makes an ass of himself. This is what I'm owed. And it's like, yeah, you stayed alive the longest. You weren't the pivotal force in any of these battles. But yeah, sure, you were there. You earned this, I guess. But you don't gotta be an ass about it. He's telling Gus straight up, like, yo, we made it. This is it, brother. And Gus is like, but I have other, I have more aspirations than this. Corcus is that company man that's happy to, get, to have gotten his raise and gotten his promotion. And Gus is that guy it's like yeah but i want to be my own boss i want to start my own business and he's like you ain't happy about this this 401k about this health plan about this dental you gotta get on my level only and guts is like yeah but i i think i can achieve so much more if i take my business elsewhere and make my own business right like i can i can do something with myself judo's like so what's your business gonna be and guts is like i don't know yet but i just feel like i can do better as my own boss my man don't even got a plan all right we're gonna stay here with our 401ks and our stability with our jobs we finally got our own corner office we made it out of the cubicles and you want to go back to the fucking cubicles you want to start back at the bottom worse to the bottom you want to start like you want to go get loans to open up a business and shit that sounds like a bad look they try to talk him into staying a little bit or try to explain their own like why they do what they do why they fight corcus is just like he fought to get out of the shit and he's out of it now great excellent judo is trying is pretty much explaining also that why he fights and what he tra- he's jack of all trades kind of thing so you get to know a little bit more about those side characters which is really appreciated because they're really cool especially judo who's the best boy honestly you could just have a whole show about judo's origins or a whole side manga about judo's origins and i would not be upset about reading it hell you could have guts go away and we didn't have to follow guts at all we could have just stayed with Casca and judo and had that little adventure that they had i would have loved just hang- hanging out with them and seeing what they were up to because he's about he's trying to leave everybody he comes out to, to meet him and Rickard is like no guts come on come on bro come on it looks like he's the most broken up about this everybody else is broken up but they don't show it on their on the outside Rickard hasn't grown that hard shell yet he's still a soft boy so he's like Griffith you can't leave this is bullshit in this chunk of movies our boy his voice is starting to crack so I'm like oh my god is our boy becoming a man is he, is he actually like 13 14 and not <laughs> nine like I've been saying that's still not old enough ladies you know he's my boy's growing up also he's getting a chance to grow up guts he might not have that chance now because you put him in mortal danger how do you feel about that guts how do you feel about what you did guts and griffith have a fight because griffith's like i don't know if you remember the terms of our agreement your contract says that you work for the band of the hawks company llc and guts is like yo let's duels for me to get out of my contract and griffith's like all right let's do it Costco's like this is fucking stupid they ignore her completely and everybody else is like just let it happen it's boys will be boys or whatever and Costco's like yeah but it's fucking stupid and they're like we don't make the fucking rules Costco. guts in just one stroke could have chopped fucking griffith in half breaks his and griffith's like oh shit also this is a new sword for griffith this one has like a gold band down the middle of it his original sword didn't have one and maybe that's the thing maybe griffith's old sword would have won this fight griffith's new sword his new life is cushy and soft and i think that's what we're supposed to get out of that scene gus just goes great all right i'll take my stuff he grabs a box full of his belongings from his cubicle you know he has his office plant in there his stapler and he starts walking away griffith is a fucking puddle of sadness he's leaving me he's leaving me griffith he is leaving me griffith and he sits there for a while. I'm assuming it's freezing rain because it's snow, snow on the ground. Everybody's in their winter gear. Costco wore a hat. So I'm assuming it's freezing rain. My dude Griffith is like Spider-Man sticking to uh, Charlotte's 
glass. And he's like, I need a rebound right now. Right now, I need a rebound because I, I cannot believe I was just broken up with. So he goes to see the princess. And I only remember this scene in the original movies because I only watched the uh, Berserk like movie remake up to like the second chunk. So I saw the Griffith boys and stuff like that. But I didn't get to this part of the of the redux so seeing uh the eclipse in new animation is going to be something and if you don't know what that means yet i will say no more this the redux has the sex scene in lots of vivid more vivid detail in the original one it's very stilted it's very griffith's very much a wet fish in that scene uh in the original animation and it's probably because he doesn't want to be doing it he's just doing it to try to like i guess feel something you know and this one it straight up feels like a hentai like it's very graphic and i think it's graphicness is supposed to be off-putting because when we see another love scene later it's not that and i think that that was a decision that they made like you're not, you're supposed to be off-put by this because it's up to this point we never got this graphic in the show ever so you're supposed to be like a little bit you know about this happening i mean the princess is having a great time griffith the whole time is either moaning why or staring into the darkness thinking about guts the whole time he's slamming into this chick, he cannot stop thinking about guts. Maybe this relationship wasn't meant to be. Maybe the, maybe this whole thing's a bad idea. Griffith, this is a bad idea. Griffith's like, I know it's a bad idea, but it hurts and I gotta feel better somehow. I gotta feel good somehow. It's like, yo, you could have just slammed into Costco. Like, Costco would have loved if she was your rebound. You would have gotten in zero trouble. Except for maybe a couple of handmaidens would have found out that you were slamming Costco and probably told the princess. And then he would have been like, oh, you know, I have needs and blah, blah, blah. He could have made some fucking excuse, right? But you, there's no excuse for you sneaking out the window the next day and being caught by the guards. There's no excuse for making her scream like that and making her, her lady-in-waiting bolt off to go tell somebody. That's on you. Especially, you were outside. You heard them have the conversation about like, how you're not a noble yet. And that this is stupid and a bad idea. You can't stop him. He done did it now. And he got caught. He doesn't even have post-nut clarity. His post-nut clarity makes him worse. Because he gets caught by the fucking guards. He he gets thrown in a dungeon doesn't give him uh king the satisfaction of like crying out he's being whipped bloody by this guy instead he goes oh yeah you probably wanted to fuck her that's the problem and it was like and the king is like are you fucking crazy he is definitely that kid that when mom was like don't make me come up there and he's like or what what you gonna do about it mom and mom is just like i'm that's it i'm going up there when your parents said don't make me do x you don't do x because in your brain you're putting together in your head what, the, what are they gonna do when they come up here and so your brain puts together the worst scenario like your mom's gonna come back there with a chainsaw and chop your ass up or something you come up with the worst schemes in your brain but griffith's just like fuck it my life's over anyway guts left me and it's like oh my god the king is like look i'm done soiling my hands with this dude i felt i feel better now actually no i don't i'm gonna i want him to live beat him within an inch of his life so that he can suffer as long as possible thanks i'm gonna go handle my business i shouldn't have fucking let a pauper rise up the ranks you got capitalism all fucked up in this castle keep town because the king and future kings after him probably will never ever want to let the everyman advance in society thanks you fucked it up for everyone griffith guts you fucked it up for everyone by proxy the king leaves griffith in the hands of, of this hunchback uh tortures griffith some more takes his egg of the king and drops it down the sewer by accident whoops and, Gri and griffith doesn't care he's just laying there getting his ass whipped i will say say what you will about this show yeah we see Casca's uh business and we see griffith's information also we see everybody's stuff the only stuff you don't see is Guts' stuff. We see Guts' butt and that's it. And I'm like, y'all gonna be cowards like that? Y'all ain't gonna show us Guts' business? 
We barely see Griffin's business, but we do see it. It's kind of like in Game of Thrones where we see Jamie's nut. A nut! One! It's not even titillating because Griffin's being tortured. It doesn't do anything for me. The Hawks are told to meet up in this random field. Don't bring your weapons or bring your armors. That seems suspicious. They get they start being attacked. It was the gang. You guys are set up. It was fucked up. They managed to survive somehow. Uh, we see how Judo survives, and it's smart. He like does that whole side hanging out the horse so that the horse takes the arrows and not him. Judo's the only one that should have lived. We don't see it, but we hear about Casca taking a bunch of arrows during that whole bullshit. And uh, she almost died because she lost a lot of blood after she took those arrows. So yeah, at least she didn't get away with it. Also, the big dude who has the ability to like sense that shit miles away. I'm sure he also could sense the, sense the arrows and get out of the way, but he's such a big dude. If he did get hit with the arrows, though, I'm sure his skin is thick enough that like... He just pulled them out and was like, yeah. Casca makes a dope leader. She had a great plan. And as soon as she had a plan, everybody had hope again. And they were behind her and ready. Guts decides to go to a festival and have a little fun. And on his way, he sees a fairy. And Guts is like, that, something was weird about that cart, but I don't know what it was. And the fairy, like, sets you up for, like, oh, yeah, remember this show becomes Evil Dead later. Fairies are in here. The, there were no fairies in the original show. Like, so if you skip the first episode of Berserk... You don't know what this world is set up to become. Guts has fun. Guts goes and gets his sword worked on and fixed up because he dulled it to shit. I'm sure he probably got it touched up at the uh, with the blacksmiths in the castle, maybe. But he got it dulled up and fucked up to shit because he keeps breaking swords with it. And he stays over at this at the blacksmith's place. Stays there for a year. Gets his shit together. Trains. Tries to figure out him. Try to figure himself out. What he figures out is he'll get ordered around by nobody. He was offered a position in another company. He's like, no thanks. I'm an entrepreneur now. What that means, he doesn't even know. Uh, also, he goes back on that real quick when he let when he has Casca tell him what to do. For Casca, he'll fucking do anything. The way Guts talks about this whole thing, like I'll follow some, I'll follow you and only you. But then after that, I'm done following people. You know that's not real because he's gonna follow Casca forever. Like that's his intent. Is that if Casca comes up with something, he's gonna be her second forever. And that's probably because you know he realized that he likes sex. He figures that out later, but he doesn't know that yet. C- Guts hears that there's a fucking band of bandits called the Hawk. That's hiding out in the woods and we need to gather up as much swords and shit as possible as mercenaries to go fuck them up. And that's so fucked. Like, Guts is getting attacked by the weapons that his fucking, the same person that smithed his sword, you know, has created. Some, like, fucking assassins with chakrams and ribbon swords show up. They do a, a good job. And then Guts shows up and also fights off and helps them fight it off. They've been, like, on the lam since running away from the whole execution attempt your best bet probably mr king is if you would have just rounded them up separately and probably put them in a dungeon or something now you let them out there with horses you fool Casca has a new sword and some armor and she looks cool she has a heart on her sword now because she wields it for griffith or whatever Casca like gets pissed off at guts like this is all your fucking fault you left him and you made you left him a shell of a man you fucked him up she's like yo let's fight right now because i'm pissed at you for leaving and putting us in this position and guts is like yo that's not my fault the company went to shit as soon as i left he was definitely like you ever heard one of those people who work at a job and they're like oh if it wasn't for me this company would come down around itself that actually happens i love this analogy that they're just a company you could make a movie like office space that's just berserk and it would be like the best movie if you want to make a live action you know direct to netflix uh movie of berserk this is how you do it you put it in an office setting you keep everything the same you just put it in office setting and it would still be good do not netflix with your budget try something like this it's too ambitious like that's what i said like hbo if they get the rights to berserk could do it just get the rights to the to the show back and for fuck's sake don't dub it 
Leave it the way it is. I don't need Griffith fucking being voiced by some deep-voiced ass motherfucker from like, Hello, I'm Griffith. Nope, don't want that shit. Don't want new new voice dubs, and I don't want all the gayness taken out of these relationships. You don't gotta worry about the rights to any songs. If you don't have the OP and ED for the show, you're done fucked up. If you don't have to tell me why and waited so long, fuck yourself, Netflix. Casca, like, gets, gets mad at Griffith, and while she's fighting him, she says it again. Griffith's in love with you, you idiot. Fucking, he's had the princess. He, the princess was the next step, so I knew I couldn't be with him. I couldn't be with him anyway. Not the way I wanted to. I couldn't have all of him because fucking you have all of him. Gus is like, oh, oh, I get it now. Shit, my bad. Casca's like, you know what? Fuck it. I got nothing left to live for. Bye. And she's about to just kill herself by jumping off this cliff. Guts pulls her up off the cliff and is like, yo, you are banned from cliffs. And I thought that that was cute. I thought you needed that kind of moment of levity just because, oh God, everything's sad and my heart is breaking. Griffith and Casca have a nice respectful love scene. It doesn't get very graphic. It's nice. It's sweet. Like I said, that's why I think the choice to show all of Griffith's love scene was, if you can call it a love scene, supposed to be graphic and off-putting on purpose. Whereas Guts and Casca, you're supposed to go, aw. And then afterwards, Guts is like, yo, I just realized I like sex a lot. So you need to stop whatever you're doing and come with me to whatever I'm doing. And she's like, what are you doing? I don't know yet. You just gotta come with me while I do it because sex is great, dude. Why didn't nobody tell me? Casca falls asleep and a fucking Skull Knight shows up and is like, prophecy guts and guts his whole ass is out and my husband's like guts has the flattest ass well it's a muscular ass like he's flexing his ass because he, he you know he's ready to fight and my husband's like flat ass griffith has the cake is what he said and i was like i mean i guess i was too busy kind of shaking my head the whole scene to really pay attention to griffith's cake but i mean if you say so i should go back and watch it just to see costco's like all right I'll go with you, but first, we gotta let Griffith out so that somebody can lead the Bandit Hawk, for fuck's sake. Can't just abandon him like you did, Guts, even though I'm gonna be abandoning him. Imagine, if you will, you are Griffith. You were tortured for a year. Your homies get you out of prison. At least that's what they want to do, because we don't know if Griffith's still alive. But your homies get you out of prison, and then Guts leaves you again and takes your side piece with him. You'd, at that point, kill everyone. Like, you'd kill him, you kill his friends, you killed his family. But we didn't, like I said, we don't even know if Griffith's alive. They could just go there and go, hey, uh, y'all got Griffith? And it was like, Twilight Zone episode where they're like, come here, let me show you where Griffith is. And they just point to its headstone. There, here lies Griffith. And then the show ends. But we'll see what happens next time. Thanks for listening.